summer running can be a blast. But if you're not careful, it can kick you in the oh. There we go. That's, that's that part intro. Out. I wasn't I wasn't in, I didn't warm up my voice though. I, I wasn't ready, so that's how we would warm up and play practice. Meow, 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 It's going to be a good day. It is. I can feel it. I can feel it. It's going to be a good one. Welcome to the Joyful Miles Podcast, the podcast that's all about enjoying life one mile at a time. I'm your host, Rob, and joining us this week, we have Laura. Hey, everyone. And Jackie. Hi, everyone. Cool. And we are right here just about in the middle of summer. Uh, it's been very, very hot and humid here uh, in New England. Uh, and Jackie's currently getting thunderstorms, so you know it's uh, we're, summer's in full swing here. Um, so we figured good time to kind of talk about summer running tips as everybody's training for different races, maybe running some different races uh, over the course of the summer. A lot of us are training for marathons uh, coming up in a few months, so... Um, kind of give some tips about summer running and, 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 and how to play it a little bit smart. So, Lara, you recently uh, did a column as well as a YouTube video um, talking about some of these summer tips. So what would you say is the number one summer tip that people should follow? All right, the number one, we all know it, and that is the early runner gets the shade, or the late evening runner for that matter. Yeah, I'm more of a late evening. <laughs> it's very hard for I'm up at Actually, like four I went or five for, in the Actually, yeah, I, I went for a run pretty late the other day. It was awesome. It was uh, so much nicer. But yeah, um, either waking early and getting your run in before the hottest part of the day or waiting until later is crucial. Not only will it be cooler, um, but you also have less sun beating down on you. And it's, it's more enjoyable. Plus, also, for those who do get their run in for a second in the morning, you're going to feel awesome for the rest of the day because it's done. That's good. I, you know, I love running at night, but I will say this. I am an intentional late runner, but l so many times I have plans to do it, and then I just get too tired. So mm -hmm. you have to keep that in mind with the late run. you got to really force yourself. It's hard because that's when my husband gets home, and I want to spend time with him or with the kids. So, yeah, but you got to do what you got to do. I will say, though, that if you do go out later um, or if you go out very early for that matter, when the sun sets and it gets a little bit darker, to make sure you're wearing some type of reflective gear. Yes, I have a vest um, along with some, like, wristlets and anklets and all that stuff. Um, I have tried the running lights uh, that attach to your shoes. Uh, I find they don't work very well. They fall off. Um, okay. Okay. Um, so they, they look great the, the light I like the LED lights of, uh, of them um, so I actually when I the first time I used them and they were falling off my shoes they just kind of took them off and put them around my wrists uh, so I was kind of glowing um, while running so I, I thought <laughs> that that helped too uh, but yeah definitely have you seen those vests have you have you seen those vests that have like the lights in them they're pretty cool too yeah I just have a, I just have the regular boring reflector vest but um, you know I, I live in a very dark area in the woods uh, so if I was going to be running uh, either early in the morning or late at night, I want to make sure that I can be seen, um, you know, because I don't want to get run over. <laughs> right, right. That running never would really hurt your training process. Yeah, it would it'd probably put a crimp in my so, It would. It would a little bit. 
Let's want to throw out one more quick tip, and that is to also scope out running trails that have shade, such as a park or a public trail. Just also safety in mind, wearing one earbud, and being aware of your surroundings. Oh, and also let someone know where you're going to be. We yeah, need to do like, a running safety. I, I have a habit of just going out for a run, not realizing how long I'm going to be, and my wife has to worry about after a couple hours, okay, where is he? Is he coming home? Or is he dead on the street somewhere? Is he eaten by a bear? Uh, so the other day I, w I made a point to say I, my intention is to run 10 miles, so she knew I'd be gone for at least a couple hours. Uh, set that expectation. And there's a number of different apps now that can track you. Yes. I should probably use them. Yes, they're good. <laughs> I always call my mom and I say, hey, I'm going out this way. She knows I'm on running trails. The problem is when I get back home, I forget to call her again and let her know. And she'll call me like hours later, oh my gosh, are you dead? So, yeah. You're watching the news and an Amber Alert was issued for, for Laura. <laughs> cool. Good point. Let's talk hydration for a little bit because ultra important um, any time of the year, but especially in the summer because of the amount of uh, sweat that's happening. Laura, what are some of your tips for hydrating? Oh, boy. Well, first of all, you don't want to start hydrating right before or during your first run or whatever you want to stay hydrated all the time during the summer so it's crucial to get in some fluids even on your rest day so you always stay ahead of the hydration curve um, and so you want your 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 color your urine to be the color of light straw um, Jeff Galloway actually recommends drinking two to four ounces of water every two miles um, for me I don't I don't really follow that I always drink when my body tells me to drink when my body feels like it needs it and usually that always works for me mm -hmm. do you guys want to talk about how we carry water yeah so i've i've done uh belts in the past that have like you know three or four bottles on them uh those are good for shorter runs uh longer runs not so much because you tend to run out of it pretty quickly uh, the other thing too is i don't like running them with them around my waist uh they tend to fall out especially when they're empty uh they get to be more of a burden than anything uh, recently I've, I've switched to a hydration pack uh, a little backpack that has a little camelback in it and uh, that's worked out really well um, I thought I wasn't gonna like it I thought it would be cumbersome but it's extremely light um, holds quite a bit of water um, not enough on longer runs during this time of year because I ran 14 miles a couple weeks ago and I ran out of water with a few miles to go <laughs> uh, which which kind of sucked the last three miles um, but uh, in the past another thing I've done is um, because most of my runs tend to be out and backs um, take a bottle of smart water or two and ditch it by the side of the road so that when I'm coming back mm -hmm. I have a bottle of pour or two and it's always good to have your debit card on you because if you pass any stores uh, it's nice to have that option to be able to um, grab some water or you know at a store or something yeah I do the mailbox trick uh, if it's a especially long run I'll put some you know, uh, Gatorade or water in my mailbox in a small cooler, and then I'll just plan my route. So I'll hit that up, you know, around the midway, so I can do a, a refill. Okay, your your mailbox. I was thinking like strangers' mailboxes along the way, because that, oh. that I think that's a federal offense. I don't think we can do that. <laughs> no, I meant mine. But Sorry, I, I didn't that's clarify. That's a genius idea. I never considered that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do that a lot. Uh, um, also, something new I've tried this year, I've never been a handheld fan, it just always bugged me, but I actually got these really cool um, water straps that can make any bottle into a handheld, and it's actually a lot more comfortable than I thought it, it was going to be, so I, I might get one of those nice, like, insulated water uh, 
handles for your hand um, that actually have the storage in it too, which would be good for keeping your goo in there or the type of uh, nutritional needs. So it's pretty cool. What about electrolytes? What do you guys do to keep your electrolyte balance in check? Because not only when you sweat, you're going to lose fluid and electrolytes. I tend to carry sports beans on me. That's just a, a quick, easy way that doesn't taste bad um, while I'm running. Something I can just put in, you know, I'll take two sports beans. They're just jelly beans with electrolytes in them every couple miles when I'm running in really hot weather. And I will also fill my water bottles with smart water versus regular tap water. Try to That's help. That's a good it. idea. Yeah, like I said, my my, my um, the bottles I leave by the side of the road would usually be smart water, and you know they have the electrolytes in it. I, I, have I you guys tried the nun tabs? The, the what? The nun tabs. No. And you you and they're actually quite nice. I tried them for the first time this summer because I'm a I'm a great Gatorade G2 gal. And I, I hate Powerade at the Run Disney races. I can tolerate them for half marathons, but for the full marathon, oh my gosh, if I had one more cup of that after mile 20, I thought I was going to chunk. <laughs> so I wanted to get used to something else so you can make your water into, you know, um, a electrolyte replacement type of drink. And they're actually pretty good. They're also good too. Like they don't, you know, they're just a little test like Alka-Seltzer, plop, plop, fizz, fizz. So it's nice to keep some of those in your running tote. Do they have? Pardon? Do they have flavor or no flavor? Oh yeah, they have like a ton of flavors: um, grape, orange, fruit, strawberry, lime. A ton of flavors. Now, Jackie, something I know you do too is you take uh, the salt stick caps yes, for have, salt replacement. I have done those. They you could buy the little salt tabs, and I've I've done that on longer races. I'm still working on figuring out the right amount for that because you know different advice. Everyone says something different, and mm -hmm. I have noticed sometimes they bother my stomach. So I don't. I definitely think they help, but I do think you have to experiment a little bit and see what works for you. Yeah. Usually I'm like I'll take one before my race and and I'm fine um, like for you know marathon I'll keep an extra on me but usually one will get me through the whole time I, I one thing that I do for runs which people think I'm crazy is the day before typically I'll eat food that includes hot sauce and people always laugh about it I'll have chicken wings or chicken fingers with like a buffalo sauce but I figured out the reason why it works is that there's so much sodium in there yes so I am basically filling myself up with a bunch of salt and then all night I'm so thirsty that I tend to drink 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 all night so then I'm getting the hydration and I, I really think that's why I personally run really good after having that and mm -hmm. it makes sense when you think about it here I have the salt and I have the water in me but it's not a typical pre-race diet <laughs> <laughs> hey, it works for you I, behind it I think I'm making that up kind of but it's gotta have it's gotta be the reason if it works, don't mess with it. Yeah, I've never done the salt tap thing. Um, kind of curious. Um, so, Jack, uh, Jack, you said you keep playing with the the balance to, to, for what works. Do you? I mean, how how do you feel if you you know like if you didn't use the salt tabs versus if you know when you do? Like, is it a noticeable <laughs> difference or? Yeah, I found. Um, I think it was wine and dine last year. I took it and I felt, I just felt great the whole run. I felt great the whole time. 
So, and I think I didn't take as much as other times where like my stomach would start to bother me. So I just, there's something about it. It's just, it's gotta be the sodium. It's like when you drink Gatorade, there's tons of sodium in that as well. Mm. And I just, I just feel better. It's hard to explain. There's not, it's not like I'm running fast or anything, but I just feel like I'm not getting depleted, I guess. I would try it like around around your neighborhood runs, you know, obviously, especially now while it's hot. See if see if it seems to, you know, impact you in a in a good way. Cool. Um The sun. The sun is out there. It is blazing. Uh if you can't get out there early early in the morning or late at night, you're going to be out there in the blazing sun. Um we cannot forget to protect ourselves. Sunscreen, something I've been better at lately. <laughs> Uh, making a more concerted effort to, to apply sunscreen before I go off my runs, uh, not so much in the past, um, but definitely, um, yeah, especially a sunscreen that's not going to just rub off from the sweating because you're sweating pretty much instantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and try to apply a little bit, or, you know, like, what, a half an hour before you, you go out for your run so you're not just spraying it on and going because that's not as effective. Usually it's about 15 minutes. I do about 15, 15 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I do find I'm that- also long long runs you know like 10 plus i don't i have not found a sunscreen yet if you guys know any that can withstand the sweat and the wiping of the face i just haven't i mean and i i'm not i'm not one to wear a hat or visors i know so many people do but i just it's me they're they're make things hotter so Mm -hmm. i guess i should bring some and reapply but you just how much crap can you carry on a run, right? You know. <laughs> right. Well, I've made the switch to uh, mineral sunblocks this summer. Um, I've always been a stickler when it comes to sunblock because I've had so many gall, uh, basal cell carcinomas removed, and one of which had, and I'm quoting from the doctor, the cancer level of a 90-year-old farmer who's been in the sun all of his life. So I've been, you know, oh. always been religious, but the same thing, the swaying off. So I started to use a mineral sunblock. A really, really awesome one is Think Sport. Um, I've only seen it on Amazon. It's a little pricey. Uh, it's about $31 for six ounces. But this stuff is amazing. It has, you know, great staying power. Um, it does, a lot of the mineral sunblocks does leave a, a whiter gray cast. This is unavoidable because they are physical sunblocks. They, they lay on the top of your skin rather than penetrating like a chemical does. So you're, it's hard to get away from that. But this one uh, is very little cast. It doesn't rub off as bad. Um, also, Neutrogena's is good, but mm-hmm. it is very. It does not look good. Yeah. The the thing sport you can't tell that you're wearing. You're a little tiny paler, but you can't tell. Neutrogena you can tell, but as far as staying, it's a great sunblock. Um, just a couple tips. Uh, is you want the biggest thing is putting on an ample amount. Most people do not put on enough sunblock. Uh, so an ample amount means a shot glass worth for your entire body and a quarter a teaspoon on your face alone um ladies if if you're wearing a if you use an anti-aging product at night like retin-a or retinol you want to wash that off first because that residue can leave you more susceptible to um burning uh don't forget the tips of your ears a lot of people forget those or if you have a part or like a a prominent part on the top of your head Another quick tip, though, is to um, sunscreens, like if you're using a chemical especially, uh, they're best within the first six months since the chemicals can separate. So, you know, if you're using one from last summer, it's time 
time for a new one. And don't forget your lips too. Mm -hmm. You want to use a lip balm SPF. that has an SPF in it. Now, something that I do, um, just because I have a lot of sun damage, um, you know, grew up on the farm. We never wore sunblock at all. I wear sun sleeves. And this is good because I don't care what kind of you, in your elbow, it always creases. So by putting on some uh, sun sleeves, it gives you some extra prevent, uh, prevention. Prevention, that's nice. Protection. This is not to replace sunscreen now. I still wear the sunscreen underneath of it. It's just another line of defense. Um, and also, uh, have you guys tried those rags? What are they called? The cooling rags, cooling rags. or? Like the oh, they're fantastic. Oh my gosh, you wet one of those suckers and I always tuck them underneath the straps of my tank top to cover my chest or you can wrap it around your neck and it not only protects you from the sun, but it keeps you cooler. They are fantastic. I had to get those. I, I saw a lot of people recommend those recently online. I remember they gave yes. us one uh, after Wine and Dine a couple years ago. At the end of the race, they the purple they ones, right? And I, was just I still thinking, have I was them. Like this does not appeal to me. This is <laughs> as hot as I was. Try I was like, it. This does not. Rob, you have to try it. So are those the good ones? Because like I can't mm -hmm. imagine Run Disney handing out you know thousands. Well, I don't. Probably people. not. But same idea. No, they work. They work great. I I use mine all the time. And Bob, actually, my husband does construction, and uh, the guys, they bought ones that are like a tube shape. And you can, like, slide that over your head and then have only your face showing, and the sides of your face are protected, the back of your neck. I know it sounds extreme, but, you know, hey, I tell you what, I am, like, almost 50, and I got some sun damage. So if you were young and you were listening to this podcast, for the love of God, protect your skin. Trust me, you will thank me 20 years from now. <laughs> So you say a shot glass worth of suntan lotion for your entire body. Yes. I need that for my face yes. alone. I'm, you know, <laughs> thinking I'm like, my God, I need like, we go through so much suntan lotion in this place because I'm so white. <laughs> and uh, four kids. Yeah. Oh they don't, they don't Ugh. have my wife's Greek, uh, Greek skin. So, so when it's hot, uh, the obvious answer would be to go inside. Uh, really enjoy that air conditioning as part of your workout. I've been doing a lot of spin. Um, I think it's a great cross-training uh, total body workout to kind of keep you which I think helps with the running uh, especially with the lower body part in your endurance um, it, but other things you know obviously people like the treadmill and, and Laura you could probably speak a little bit about that I hate oh, boy. I, I'm a notorious well, treadmill people, hater yeah some people may not like what I'm about to say but I I don't know I used to use in summer training uh, months I would rely a lot on the treadmill because it's cooler and it kept me out of the sun you know because I am dealing with skin issues as well but I now know that relying too much on the treadmill could have caused my 10-month running injury you know I've recovered recently from a partial plantar plate tear and my doctor who is one of the best foot surgeons in Maryland said to me and I'm quoting him well not exactly <laughs> he said he said to stay off the stupid butt treadmill and he did not use butt but anyway yeah so I mean I I have a hard time to you know recommend running on treadmill when it's hot because of that so I will say though if you do run on the treadmill uh, because opinions greatly vary about that then keep it to a minimum and don't rely on it because you know it, it can be worse for your your foot because of the padding is not as good. It can be harder than concrete outside. Also, because of the belt, when you run, you are running to keep up with the belt rather than propelling yourself forward, mm -hmm. like you do when you out run outside. And also, switching back and forth between 
the different types of surfaces too much can also wreak havoc on your foot. So I don't know. Take that for how you want. Um, you know, if it's a matter of you need to get your run in and you're desperate, go ahead. But like I said, just don't rely on it. There you go. I'm not the only I'm not the only treadmill hater. <laughs> I I love my treadmill. I I love it. It's it's painful, but I also like not being hurt. Okay, so also I mean we we kind of talked about you know being smart outside. What to wear, right? How, what 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 are some of the best uh, tips you guys can give for uh, the types of running clothes to wear in apparel? No cotton. No cotton. <laughs> I no think when I started running, all I wore was cotton. Yeah, no, I was like, how too. did I do that? It's like crazy. I would I never wear that sneakers. now. That's a... <laughs> I know. No. The light-colored, breathable tech material that wicks moisture. That is the way to go. Thank God for that. <laughs> At this point, I'm only wearing uh, all of my Run Disney race shirts because I have way too many. and I, I can't even get to the bottom of my dresser. At this point, I just keep rotating the same ones. Uh, but I'm How always... do you wear dark ones, though? I mean, you I always... think they, they feel so heavy, it too. doesn't bother me. The color doesn't bother me. I know you said that before, but it doesn't... I don't know. I will say wear light-colored textures. <laughs> <laughs> That's my tip, but I don't know how you do it wearing those dark side ones. I yeah. They feel thicker to me, too. I know, Rob, the day that your Star Wars one wears out is the, the day that you cry. They're my favorite. Because... They're my favorite. I... Those are the Dumbo ones. <laughs> That's going to be a sad ones. day. Mm -mm. <laughs> I'll have my mother-in-law. I, I also love, I don't think I ever wear them because I don't like anything with sleeves. I have to wear a tank top unless it's really cold. I mean, if it's 45 or warmer, I will wear a tank top. I just hate feeling constricted. Hmm. Now, Rob, I, I, I don't know if you do. Jackie, I know you don't like hats or visors, but I always i have to wear a visor yeah, no. it shades my eyes and soaks up sweat um yeah how, i don't know how people can run without them yeah no, to I me it's just like another ad making me hot <laughs> now what about uh bondi bands jackie you have a few bondi bands they're also good for absorbing sweat and keeping hair off your face the bondi bands you got didn't you get one oh, at, oh. um you got one at Broad street right yeah. Yeah, I did. I, I didn't know they were cold. <laughs> yeah, I do wear them, but for me, it's more of a fashion thing. I don't. I actually like them more in the cold because I can kind of put them over my ears a little bit. Right. Um, I I tend to not wear them when it's really really hot. Again, any extra coverage for me, I don't like. I mean, I almost always wear shorts too. I know a lot of mm. a lot of girls wear capris. I rarely wear capris unless it's it's chilly out. I need. I I just hate sweating so. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the line of work, but um, yeah, I hate sweating. So anything that makes me feel less less hot, I prefer. Now, what about running sunglasses? Do you wear special running sunglasses, guys? Yeah. So I got um, mine are Oakleys. Um, they're they're running style. They don't have an enclosed frame, so that prevents the glasses from fogging up. Uh, plus the UV protecting. Um, so it's, they're, you know, they're not going to let those harmful UV rays in. Um, and they just, I think, feel good on my head. They don't, they're not too tight. Because that's the other thing that I kind of, I have such a big head. <laughs> you know, some, sometimes glasses can be too, too tight on my face and then it gives me headaches. And, uh, but I always, I always run with my glasses, even if it's not that sunny out. I just, I like to have them. Right. Nice. 
I that just wear basic sunglasses. I mean, I have my aviators from Ann Taylor. I just, sorry. I just wear any sunglasses. I have like dollar store plastic ones, you know, with the fluorescent print rims. I don't, for me, I'm not particular. I just need something that doesn't slide down my nose. To me, that's my biggest pet peeve. I have a yeah. big nose. I don't have that problem. Yeah. <laughs> big nose and a big head. As far as clothes, the one thing you definitely want to do before leaving the house is put on a generous dose of an anti-shafe product, such as Body Glide, um, underneath any areas that can have friction, like your sports bra strap or your shorts hems, or I put it like on the back of my arms because I always rub. So I learned that lesson the hard way. Do you remember Jackie during the um, Goofy challenge? I never bothered with body glide. It wasn't important. And then I got this horrible, horrible shaping right underneath my sports bra strap. Oh, I yeah. call that Jackie scar. It's a little reminder of our, our great weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a scar. So, yeah. That. That's crazy. Yeah, that was pretty nasty. You also want to coat uh, your toes and heels with a light layer of Vaseline if you're prone to blisters or use the body glide for that. So there I you go. I do want to plug a product I tried. There's different kinds of body glides I've tried a whole bunch, but when we were at the Cherry Blossom Run, someone was selling this, this body glide called Sport Shield. I don't know. I had never seen it in stores, and it looks like a roll-on deodorant, mm. but it is the best one I have ever used. And it's like, it leaves like shield. a dry, yeah, Sport Shield. I can try to post a picture but on uh, our website or our Facebook page, but it really... I think it's a way above the other kinds I've used. So I Can you put that on like after you dress, like lift up your strap and put it on, or do you put that on yeah. before you dress? I mean, I'll put it. Uh, I put it all over my toes. I put it, um, you know, under my bra, my arms, and I, I, I do it before after. It just it leaves like this dry, slippery. Like if you put it on the bottom of your feet and you walk, you'll you'll slip on the floor because it leaves such like a nice dry. Feels like powdery coating, but it's it's mm -hmm. great. Nice. So I'm happy with that product. It was worth the man's sales skills. <laughs> so, and Laura, I think the last tip you have is, is just being smart, right, overall. Um, mm -hmm. Let's talk a little bit about what that means. Is that, that's kind of a, that means a lot of things, I think. It means a lot of things. Like, if you're out and you feel dizzy or lightheaded at any time during your run, stop immediately because your health is not worth risking just for a checked off training day you know get back home cool off hydrate be careful have you I, guys ever had to make the call too like if you were out and you don't have enough i did hey i had no shame i didn't take enough fluid i felt like i was in a pickle and i called my son and he came and got me so don't be too proud to call Mm -mm. I've had a couple of those runs where I get home and I, I know I, I overdid. And then, you know what? You feel like garbage the whole rest of the day. You, I've yep. ruined a couple of Saturdays because I dehydrated and I wasn't prepared. So it's really important. Right? Yeah, knock on wood, I've never had to do that. I've thought about it. <laughs> There's certainly been times I've been out there thinking about it. Like, I can just call my wife and she can come get me. <laughs> or I can just Uber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cell phone, I can just Uber. <laughs> and no one would know then. Hide the evidence. Bury yeah. the receipts. So it's... Um, also, too, uh, be sure to check the heat index. If it's reaching a ridiculous level, even for early morning or late at night, 
please postpone that run for a safer day. Yeah, I think for me, pacing is not a concern during the summer. I'm slower. I take it slower. Mm -hmm. You know, it's I'm a lot yes. slower. It's, you know, when I was at my peak a couple of years ago, I was around an eight and a half minute mile. But during the summer, it was probably closer to 10. You know, like it's, yeah. it, it's I'm not looking to break records. Um, it's just a matter of getting out and getting some miles in, uh, doing, you know, and getting the cardio in. Um, so don't be concerned with pace. I mean, it's fine if you want to work on speed training. And if you're a marathon runner or Olympic athlete, by all means, do what you got to do. But um, for the average Joes like myself, it's just get out there and run. Take it easy. Don't push yourself. It's not the time to do it. Yeah. And plus, you can get hurt. And there really is no um, intervals are another great way to get your body to con even though say you want to run straight through if it's super hot and you really just want to get out there try some intervals because it gives yeah. your body a chance to just walk a little bit. I have to do bit. a lot more walking this time of year because it's just you know yeah. you gotta you gotta take it slower. Yeah, um, and absolutely. I'll, I'll piggyback on that by saying skip the summer races. They're not, <laughs> they're not <laughs> worth it. Um, I I did a couple last year. Um, this time right around this time um, I did the Runners World Classic, which was a 5K, 10K, and a half weekend. And it was miserable. It was the most miserable race weekend of my life. I hated it. Um, mm -hmm. I don't like anything about it. I mean, the medals were kind of cool, and, and, and I got to meet some cool people. But um, they were doing it again this year. They actually handed out a survey last year, and I said, Let, you know, they gave the option of doing it in September. I'm like, September? <laughs> no yeah. Races in July suck, to put it bluntly. Right. And Plus, the weather is also so poor those for them as a race organizer. You know, the weather with rain or thunderstorms right. is also less predictable, so. And it's, you know, it's coming up it's again this kind of... weekend, and I had no desire to do it. Unfortunately, I have to work, so <laughs> made the decision a lot easier. <laughs> but, yeah, for the most part, I don't do a lot of summer races. Save them for the fall. Well, that is my, being smart is my uh, weakness, but I try to make good choices, especially this summer, you know, now that I'm finally running again and um, healed, I'm especially cautious about the choices I make. Well, I will say, too, and I think that's, Part of why I don't follow a specific training plan like I know a lot of people were training for dopey right now and, and they're following specific plans you know I don't want to set myself up to say I have to run you know 14 miles today you know if I'm not feeling it I'm not feeling it you know I, I don't want to push myself to do something that's going to get me in trouble later um, you know so I, I kind of take it as I have a goal like a, an idea of what I want to do and I let the, 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 the conditions kind of dictate it so that's just my perspective um you know as mm -hmm. long as i'm getting a couple of runs in a week a long and a short a medium whatever um that's how i kind of approach it uh, but kudos to you guys if you're following a plan and you're sticking to it <laughs> all right so i think that's uh, a lot of good stuff today um if there's anything we missed i'm sure you guys will let us know <laughs> either through twitter or <laughs> facebook or our new facebook group the joyful miles running club if you haven't checked it out yet please do uh, we got a lot of good things happening there and, um, you know, obviously the blog, uh, it's kind of heating up. We're getting a lot of stuff out there again on the blog and uh, YouTube. Every, you know, Lara's working really hard to, to get that YouTube channel going. Uh, so please head on over and subscribe. Uh, give us the old thumbs up. And for the podcast, if you have a minute and you're enjoying what you're like hearing, uh, go ahead and leave us some feedback. Uh, we'd like to hear uh, what you're thinking on it. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes uh, and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. So I think that'll about do it for Laura, Jackie, and myself. Uh, thank you for listening. Have a joyful day, and we'll see you next week. Take care. Bye, everyone. Bring us home, Jackie. Joyful. Oh, that was extra poetic. <laughs> that was nice. That, that brought tears to my eyes.
You got to do your warm-up exercises. 